Hello everyone, welcome to Podmas Day 18. I hope you were here yesterday, and if you were, thank you so much for tuning in. We were talking about things to think about when you're first getting your first brand deal. And today I am going to do a follow-up on one of the episodes I did earlier where I said reasons why I think you still need to have a website in this day and age. And I actually got to interview my friends from over at Rivet. They were on a YouTube panel with me as well as their friends of mine that I've met from the Seattle YouTube meetup group. And I was lucky enough to interview both of the creators and founders of the companies, Christopher and Jason and I don't want to ramble too much because I want to get right into the interview there's a lot of jam-packed information about how it's different than WordPress and some really cool insights coming into the future so without further ado let's go ahead and get into the interview and then I will catch up with you all at the end Thank you guys for being here. I, I'm really excited that you guys are here. Yay. Absolutely. One of the episodes that I did earlier um, this month, I guess, I don't know if you guys know this. So I'm doing Podmas, right? So I'm releasing a podcast every day up until Christmas. Yeah. Whoa. Nice. And, <laughs> I know, right? And uh, so one of them was why you still need to have a website. Yeah. And I know like a lot of people are like, oh, you don't need a website. You can have, you know, just Snapchat or just Instagram or just vine rest in peace or whatever <laughs> else it is and i was like no you still need a website i'm really super stoked that you guys are here so yeah. you guys were both with me at youtube um seattle youtube day which yeah. by the way how was that experience for you no it was awesome actually it was it was cool because we had been going to the meetups like the monthly meetups for a while um but it was cool because it seemed like everybody that goes to the meetups were at that one event at one time whereas you know sometimes there's people one month and then other people another month but it was kind of like everyone who had ever met there all kind of showed up it was kind of neat interacting with some people again and meeting some new faces it was cool how did you get started and like where did the idea of rivet come from uh, i think christopher and i pretty much have the same story we we kind of we both got our start in WordPress and WordPress theming. And back in 2007 is when I got my start. And Chris, when did you, when yeah, did you get started in WordPress themes? Maybe like 2008. Whenever, whenever um, Theme Forest opened up is about when I started getting into it. Yeah. And so we, we both started doing WordPress themes and we both had... We we carved out we carved out a a good niche for each other in the video centric uh, world of WordPress themes and people caught on to that because nobody else was doing it at the time. Um, but the problem with WordPress is it's it's complex and it and it keeps getting more and more complex with each version that's released. And so um, customers of our themes have more and more questions and they want more and more plugins integrated. And so that led to frustration of of not being able to do the work we wanted to do with WordPress themes and, and you know, customers not being happy because you're not providing all the functionality under the sun that WordPress provides. So that kind of led to wanting to do something specific and focused for, for video-centric websites. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter where I said like I was fighting with WordPress earlier. Yeah. I think it was around like day seven. So it would have been the, the sixth or seventh of this month. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was what? fighting with it for three hours. <laughs> I was yeah. so mad. Are you just doing updates or what? Um. I think, I don't know exactly what happened because everything <laughs> else had been exactly the same. All of my file formats, all of my um, even naming conventions. So all I was doing was going from day six to day seven and it refused, absolutely refused to let me upload my audio file. And mm -hmm. so finally, like there's nothing that I could do. And I went through and I was like, is it 
too large because like you know sometimes mm-hmm. it only lets you do like a certain amount so i was changing around like my ht access files and different things trying to get it to let me upload like up to a 64 megabyte file even though Whoa. like my files are like 24 megs like maybe wow. at most and so i was messing around with all this stuff nothing is working finally i got so mad and i was like okay i'm just gonna go straight ftp went in the back door yeah. snuck it in changed the naming convention and then it was like it was there but it didn't really exist so, <laughs> so i was like no 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 it's there it told me that it transferred so i had to go in and try and like um like basically to like find the url and change it and then i could link to it and it would verify that it existed but it did not exist in my media library and then the only problem is i was running this uh, list where it was had like all of my episodes and it was like I could not link to it no matter what I did because it would not let you enter in a URL only things that are in your media library yeah even though it was in the right directory like it just would not see it I don't know I, I don't know <laughs> I exactly still don't know I, to mean... this day. I got the URL up and I verified the, the little link it went out to my RSS once but I'm still so mad I, I couldn't figure it out and the next day it was fine again yeah that's weird and <laughs> with my next one yeah just, just that like one WordPress, file. you know, yeah. I mean, that's what WordPress is. It's it's complex and it's convoluted and it's it's really hard to use. It's not an easy platform to use, I don't think. No, but speaking uh, of easy, <laughs> so yeah. I know that in one of the meetups where I first met you guys, you guys are always boasting about how you could set up a WordPress <laughs> site in like 60 seconds. And I remember I took you up on that and it took me 90 seconds. And, you know, I, I stopped the clock for when I was doing some modifications and everything. But yeah. truth be told, I had a site up in just a few minutes. So I know that one of the things that you guys have really done is made it so easy so that people can set up a site. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of one of the, it's kind of solving one of the main pain points we had because we really like have a passion for design and having people use our designs on their website, you know, through the WordPress world. Uh, but the problem was they had to install WordPress, they had to install the theme, they had to configure all the settings to kind of make it look like, you know, the demo that we set up. And people had a really hard time doing that and just configuring all the settings alone you know, could take them hours. And we really wanted to streamline that whole experience. And so that's kind of what led us to doing Rivet where, okay, we will do some predefined designs, set up some real easy toggle buttons for configuring the design, just like a turn something on, turn something off. And then the main magic though is tapping into an existing platform with existing content so that you don't have to spend the time moving it over or creating it. So that's really where the time saver comes from is that we're tapping, currently we're tapping into YouTube. So if you have a YouTube channel, you know, we'll pull all the content from there. Um, but we're also currently working on other platforms as well. So some exciting news to come. Ooh, we're getting a sneak preview. What can you tell us? What else is coming? <laughs> well, well, we're definitely going to be tapping into some of the other popular platforms for video, like right. Twitch uh, okay. and Vimeo and Wistia, especially. We're really excited about Wistia because we can kind of create an entire experience around Wistia, including uploading. So you'll be able to manage your entire brand and all your content right through Rivet, which which will be really cool. So I don't need to select just my YouTube videos, but if I'm across multiple platforms, I can have a little bit of videos from column A and from service B exactly. all together. Yeah. Ooh, that is huge. That's really cool. Well, and other... I don't think people have noticed, we haven't said this yet, but how much is your product? It's uh, it's really cheap. It's 50 bucks a year, which we think is an extremely good deal to have a website up and running. 
you know, all year round for, for $50. Not only that, okay, that's like the Mac Daddy version. I'm saying you could still have a oh, version man. of a site for free. <laughs> yeah, for free 99. A... Come on. I was, yeah. I was leading you down this road here. <laughs> and you blew it. Good job. Well, to be honest, I mean, the free version, you have to have your domain on our domain, essentially. So you could do Shelly.Rivet.com, but you can't do your own custom domain, like ShellySavesTheDay.com, without mm -hmm. upgrading to the full version. So I think... And I do I have think... to say, for 50 bucks, it is kind of a bargain because I paid more than that per year with WordPress for my hosting. Sure. So I still have to deal with all of the updates and patches and plugins and weird APIs that have timed out that you have to go and get your, you, you know, your key again for. Yeah, yeah so, we're, the, we're the ones going and getting the key. I know. Isn't that great? I think it's fantastic that I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. <laughs> and we're still dealing with all that, that headache. We're just doing it for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And not only that, though, but you guys make a visually pleasing site and you make it so easy to set it up with just a, a few clicks and you can still customize with things like certain colors. And I really enjoy that about your site that you still have left it up to the creators to kind of personalize some of those finishing touches. Yeah. yeah. Chris has always had a really good kind of point of view as far as that goes we i mean you can go more on that chris but it's kind of like purchasing a car you can configure certain options for your vehicle you can choose specific colors or you know change the way the leather looks or what material you want for the interior but you can't reconfigure the entire car and i've always felt like that's a really good way of describing what we're looking to do with rivet we we want to kind of keep you in a in a in a channel you know where you can't can't create like a crazy MySpace type page <laughs> out of Rivet. Um, it's it's a more controlled experience where you you don't get overwhelmed with all the options. Definitely, I think for someone starting out who's brand new and doesn't know um, anything about HTML or CSS and coding, sometimes WordPress is just too intimidating and it's too much because it's customizable if you know how to code. But if you don't, and even if you know how to code, it's still a little bit frustrating sometimes. <laughs> but you guys take that whole part out of it and you make it so easy to actually just have something and it looks good yeah thanks yeah i appreciate that yeah, yeah. No, we, we wanted to i mean we do have the we do offer the ability for people who know what they're doing to customize the css if they want to do that uh but we we try to discourage it and offer more design options for them to choose from and hopefully they can find something uh that kind of suits what they're looking for um, but yeah, it kind of the whole concept of limited design options kind of came from our own experience, seeing people take something that we designed and, and then ask for help. And we're like, oh, okay, do you have a URL to your page? And so we go and check it out. And it, it looks like something just completely different. Like they installed some kind of plugin or something yeah. and it, it just re totally redesigned the site from what we initially intended. And it's always a little bit disheartening to see that, but <laughs> You're like, you've taken my child, my yeah. beautiful child, yeah. and just... Turned it into something. You've deformed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really have struck that balance where you can go... Because all your content exists on YouTube, so um, it, it only makes sense to bring that over. And it, it matches the design perfectly. I think most of our designs are, are really well-tuned with, with the content that YouTube provides or any other platform as we're working on them. And so just clicking that button and bringing your content in and seeing what it can look like on a, on a nice website, I mean, almost instantly, that's really what we wanted to accomplish with this. And I think we're, we, we're pretty much there and there's just a lot more we'd want to do, you know, to, to dial it, to dial it in. It's also kind of preview. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh I was just, just going to say, it's also kind of interesting too, because, you know, we're restricting ourselves to video platforms. And so all the designs really are based on serving video. 
Uh, and some might think that's too constraining when it comes to design, but it's interesting. It's something the, the opposite tends to happen is when you have restrictions in place that actually is productive for design. That's where kind of design as a concept really flourishes because, you know, we, we look at design as solving a problem. And if the problem is how do we focus on this one type of medium, um, it, 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 it's kind of interesting how it turns out. For sure. And I think it is such a it's, a, it's an interesting concept because just getting people away from YouTube is hard, but giving them an experience that looks like YouTube, but is only curated with one creator's content, it's kind of this happy medium where the creator's like, oh, they're going to see all of my videos, but they're only going to be looking at my stuff and not my competitor right. stuff, right. which is really awesome for them. But yeah, it doesn't actually... seem unfamiliar to like the viewer. <laughs> because your YouTube content is your brand, right? I mean, that's, exactly. that's you, that's your stuff. And and you mentioned Vine and Vine going away. And you know, um, and that's that's the other reason why we wanted to do this, because you never know what the platform is going to do with your content. And you want to make sure that your brand is secured under your own name. And that's another reason why you actually do need a website because these platforms, you can't control them, but you know, they control them. And the best thing you can do is get your content off the platform, well, on the platform, but off the platform onto <laughs> your own website so that you can manage it however you want. Absolutely. Yeah. Wasn't it like uh, two days ago, YouTube did some kind of policy change with what's considered acceptable content. And I think they deleted like 2 million plus videos. I don't know about that one. I do know that they released the information about the basically subpocalypse, they're calling it, yep. where they were cleaning out a lot of inactive or spam accounts or um, data such as that over a period of two days. And so you saw a lot of creators, you know, they would log into their account and see a message in their creator studio that would say, you know, like, you have lost 2,000 subscribers or <laughs> whatever it is. And people were just like freaking out. Um, so that's the latest thing I've heard of. But I also know that we're all kind of on pins and needles hearing what happens with, you know, Article 13 in the EU and what that means for YouTube sure. slash all creators internationally. Right. Yeah. I mean, the kind of the takeaway there is you don't really have control of even it's kind of crazy. Even if you're uh, uploading your own videos, you don't have control whether or not they stay on the Internet. Sure. And and so that's one kind of of the reasons we decided to integrate other platforms. And and like Jason said, Wistia especially because even for a YouTuber, it, it makes sense to upload to another platform. And, you know, if YouTube goes down or their policy changes and certain videos you have go down, you still have somewhat of a backup that you can just click and replace on your website kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I hate the term, and I know Andrew Edwards is with me, and this is where I, I also had heard it, you know, we hate the term of YouTuber, because exactly. you're not just a YouTuber, you're, you know, a content creator, you're and content really what creator. that means, yeah, YouTube is one place that it is, like, getting distributed, that you could take that same video and put it on Facebook, and take that same video and put it, you know, on Instagram right. sometimes, or, you know, IGTV or whatever. Does anyone use IGTV anymore? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it exists. <laughs> yeah. It does exist, but, um, yeah, or, or Vimeo, yes, absolutely. And one thing I want to say, I don't know, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but you can actually go out there and create your site for free on your guys' um, URL. And then you can also, if you purchase like a domain from Google Domains or GoDaddy or wherever, you could forward that with the upgraded plan and then have them point directly at one of your beautiful sites. And is there instructions on your website? Do people yep. know how to do this? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, We tried to break it down as simple as possible to like, I think, four or five steps. And uh, yeah, I mean, the thing about domains is that they're, 
you know, we're, we're not in direct control of your domain, so we can't really do it for you. So it's one of the, it's one of those things where if you have a phone number, you know, you have to go over to T-Mobile and have them configure it for you. Uh, so that's kind of how a domain works with that. All right. Okay. So what would you say that you would convince people why getting a domain and a site on your guys' platform would be better than doing it through, let's say, WordPress? What, what are some pros and cons of doing that? Because WordPress is one of those big ones out there that people know. Yeah, I think I think one of the big ones is I, I don't know how many times I've gone to these meetups and people are saying, yeah, I'm working on my website. I've been working on it for months, you know, and <laughs> they've either bought into Squarespace or Wix, which they're great platforms. I'm not going to discount what they've done with those platforms. They're, they're awesome, but um, they're still complex. They're still really hard and you have to spend time to, to configure them the way you want them and, and get them to a point where you feel like you can release them to your your, you know, your audience or your user base. And with Rivet, it, we, we just make it easy. You, you don't have to do all that stuff. You don't have to spend weeks or months configuring your website. You can just do it with a click. You can and, do it in minutes. <laughs> yeah, you can do it in minutes. And, and that's really what we want to accomplish with this is giving, giving you the ability to, to create your brand outside of the platform on the web in a couple of minutes so that you can spend your time doing what you love and want to do to, to grow your audience and not have to worry about your website. Yeah, editing a video takes long enough already. So why would you want to mess around with your website? <laughs> That's a great line right there. <laughs> it's so true, though, because most of the people who are, let's say, content creators, they're not web developers. They're not looking to go out and code a whole bunch of things. They know kind of visually what they want, or they know they see something and they don't like it, but they don't know how to translate that into what actually goes into like the behind the scenes. And I like that you guys have kind of taken all of that away. You're like, do you like this format? Okay, let's look at what it looks like. Are you ready to hit publish? The publish button is hidden, sometimes not flashing, but yes, it's there. Well, with WordPress, especially, you know, unless you're using a free theme, uh, finding one that kind of tailors specifically to what you're looking for, more often than not, you're gonna have to go with a premium theme that you have to buy. And you can't really know what that's gonna look like with your actual content, with your actual images, until you go through the steps of actually installing and setting it up. And it's it's kind of interesting, I don't know if you've noticed this, Shelly, in your experience, but images alone can dramatically change just the look of a website as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, the type of images you're, you're using, um, the, the color palette that they create of themselves, it really has an overall impact on the design of the site. Um, and so if you, if you plug your content in there and it doesn't jive with that particular design, suddenly you're, you're out 50 bucks and you have to go and find something else for another 50 bucks. And you're out um, several hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. So with us, you know, we kind of have all of our designs are integrated. So right now we have about 20 plus designs and you can kind of just click through them and, and activate them and check them out. And if you don't like it, you just switch to another one. So it's kind of, that's, I would say that's probably our biggest uh, advantage over WordPress at this point. Well, and, and also the fact that you don't even have to sign up to do that. I mean, you literally can come in and hook up any channel on YouTube without, you know, giving us your email address and play around with Rivet and not even sign up. And, you know, you can switch to designs and you can kind of see what you're going to get before you actually sign up. And that's another thing we wanted to accomplish with this so that you could play before you, you buy into it. To try before you push publish and it's also a try before you have to like buy if yeah. you go up on the premium one and i think a lot of people they're always well-intentioned and they say yes i'm going to start a website and then it's like been months or possibly years and they still <laughs> never have because they're just too intimidated or they don't think they have the several hours that it takes to set it up 
habit, it's kind of like an impulsive decision to kind of go in that direction. Uh, but the reality is there's a lot of commitment and, and work involved after that, that most people maybe don't consider. And once they realize it, they kind of get discouraged. And so being able to kind of tap into that compulsive attitude in a, in a, and I say that in a good way, because, you know, people realize the value of having their content in more than one place online, mm-hmm. kind of spreading the net, so to speak. Absolutely. Now, you also have a feature in the upgraded versions where I can have a storefront. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So if you have products that you sell, uh, you know, swag or or whatever, or if you are a, an Amazon affiliate and you include links to your uh, to products that you like in your video descriptions, um, on our platform, you can actually create those products and attach them to specific videos. So if you're looking at a video, you know, it might have some information like how long ago it was created, how many comments there are, how many likes, uh, but we also include how many products. So if you click the the five products button, it'll open up the five products associated with that video. Uh, so people can kind of check those out while they're watching your video. Uh, and yeah, so it's it's kind of a an added benefit to monetizing your videos. Um, and it's one that I think is one of the more popular features with some of the, uh, I don't I don't wanna say YouTubers anymore, what should I say? With the content, content creators, creators on yeah. YouTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> Who are distributing on YouTube.com. <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> yeah, exclusively or not. Wait, I did not know about that. So you can, you're saying that I can link the products. So if I'm doing my review of the Shure MV51 microphone, and then I create, I already have like an Amazon affiliate link for it in my description box. You're saying that I can add the product in my description box of my Rivet video and it will bring in, does it bring yeah. it in like in an iframe or how does it? Uh, what? So what, what happens is when you add a product, every product you add goes to a general product section. And if you click a general products link, it'll show all the products that you've added. Uh, but if you're on a specific video and in the some of the metadata of the video, it says, you know, five products, uh, that means someone went to edit their video and they added those products to that video that they, they, right. they so um, it's it's a way of attaching those products to a specific video. And when you click the the five comments or I'm sorry, the five products link, they kind of slide out the the products that you've added slide out, um, keeping your entire website still in view. Um, or the video if you're watching it. And they're kind of added to somewhat of a sidebar. Oh, wow, yeah. I did not know that. That's yeah. that's fascinating, mind blown. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're really gonna work to build that feature out a little bit more in upcoming versions, because we wanna make them more, uh, I wanna say design centric to the actual design you have selected. So it won't just be a sidebar experiment experience oh, or everything. It'll be customized to each it'll of the be, themes? Yeah, it'll be more integrated to each of the themes so it feels a little bit more I don't know, organic, uh, organic mm-hmm. in, yeah. in with whatever design you have selected. So, oh, and that's forthcoming too. Mm-hmm. And all these sneak peeks, new video platform, organic sidebars with the cool product integrations. I, I'm digging that. Is there any other like hidden forthcoming things that you want to tell the people about? Um, well, there are some cogs in motion, uh, but can't uh, can't can't tell too much right at this point. Mainly Come on because... now, half a dozen people are dying to know. <laughs> well, it's mainly because we don't have the details yet. But okay, fair enough. <laughs> we'll 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 make sure it's a Shelly exclusive. Yes. Oh, I like that. Oh, speaking of Shelly exclusive, I'm pretty sure I have it in the um in the because I actually made the video, the Rivet video. 
there is a link there and I'm going to put it in the show notes here where I believe that if they click on it, then they get themselves a little discount on that bargain price of $50. Absolutely. Ooh, that's very exciting. Okay. So I would highly recommend for people to check that out in the show notes. And then I can also link that video that I did previously where it took me, you know, the two minutes to set up that website. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that you want the people to know? Uh, Go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. Where do people find you? R-I-V-Y-T.com. Perfect. And I saw that you had posted this on Twitter not that long ago, but you had a number of how many sites have been generated with Rivet so far. And I'm going to let you have a humble brag here. And how many sites have, have you generated? Uh, I think we, we just passed about a week ago the 20,000 threshold. That is so amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat seeing people play with it. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. It, it is uh, very validating. That's so cool. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and cut off the episode here. Hey, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Christopher and Jason. I had so much fun talking with them and hearing more about Rivet. If you guys want more information about that discount code, about the video that I did where I created the site, I'm going to link both of those things in the show notes and link that video, as well as I will dig out what that discount code is so that you can get yourself a sweet discount if you decide after you like it for free that you want to get a site. You can totally use that code and save um, some money for your first year of service, which I think is pretty awesome because it is a bargain. And if you guys have any comments or questions, concerns, please drop a comment on this podcast episode or on the website or, you know, now they're all going on YouTube. So you can always leave a comment there as well. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you guys in the next Podmas episode. Bye. That's going to wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our time together, I would love it if you gave a five-star review on whatever listening platform you are tuning in from. I do not take our time together for granted. I know you could be anywhere and listening to anyone and you chose to spend your time with me and I really appreciate that. I will see you in a Podmas episode very soon. Thanks guys. Bye.